How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Like, is therapy just necromancy for people that are dead inside? Oh, uh, hmm. <laughs> Raising your bit. spirits back from the dead. Alright. I like that. Well, are there any other, like, things like this? Like, can we, like, can we, uh, set a precedent that, like, gives normal sounding things cool magic names. Like, for example, therapy Ooh. is uh, emotional necromancy. Um, I think that uh, your banker is your necromancer for your big account. No, well, he is the one who is killing it. Oh, you're right. Well, he's yeah. killing it and he's bringing it back to life. No, he's not. He's... <laughs> okay, you're right. Um, oh, your accountant. Your accountant? Your account- okay. Yeah. yeah. Your accountant okay, is your... the necromancer for your big account. Okay. Uh, your doctor is uh, your pre-necromancer. Fuck. What? Your, your pre-necromancer. pre-necromancer. He stops you from oh. dying. I... That's not what that... <laughs> he keeps he... you alive. <laughs> he raises you from the dead before you die. So like an anti-necromancer. No, he's a pre-necromancer. He's there Life-romancer. first. Life-romancer. He's there first. <laughs> he he bet the necromancer to the chase. Oh my god. And he also kills your fucking bank account just like your banker. Why is it Damn. Oh, right, you're American, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Must be nice over there. This is so sad, can we please instate socialism? Please. 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 Okay, that's enough. Uh, do we all want to play some Pathfinder? Absolutely. Uh, maybe, I don't know, my schedule, um, shit. I don't know if I can. Okay. Uh, well, fuck you, we're gonna play. Fuck uh, you! <laughs> so, uh... We see an old man. He is uh, walking his way up the hill through the streets of St. Gilmore. Today is a big day, for today is the coronation of King Icar Eteocles, and Faraway could not be more excited. His life has not been an easy one for certain, but 
he has found a peaceful home here in St. Gilmore. So, when he hears the dying scream of the grim white stag as it bugles out to uh, Casca Tanovan for the last time, his blood runs cold. He's near the uh, top of the hill now uh, as he hears it and runs a little further away from the rest of the group and he too sees the figure dragging the grim white stag. And he stares as his expression turns from confusion to abject horror. Faraway takes a step back and another before he turns and runs home with more speed than the old man might normally have. He runs home, flings open the door, pulls out, uh, rummages through the drawers, practically pulling them out from where they are, finds his journal, takes it, takes nothing else. The only thing he leaves is a note. King Eteocles. I am so sorry. For while St. Gilmorg has called it my home for years now, it is no longer a safe place for me to do so. For both my sake and yours. Far away. And with that, he vanishes from Kilsella. <clears throat> Greetings from his supreme and inevitable magnificence, Castruccio Irovetti, by the grace of the gods, the rightful king of Patax, Marvel of Numeria, Master of Mormut, and Prince Regent of the Selen. It is with great delication and delight that I greet you, my fellow River Kings. I would be honored if you would accept my invitation to attend the 22nd annual Rushlight Tournament as my guests. I know you to be discerning rulers, and I trust you would not dare to miss such an extravagance, for I plan for this to be the finest Rushlight yet. And to sweeten the pot, as it were, I have secured a mighty magical item a gold and gemstone rod of lordly might, which I am willing to bestow upon the kingdom that proves itself by fielding the true Rushlight champion. Could this champion be one of your own? Please confirm your attendance via this invitation's courier. I look forward to your attendance. King Castruccio Irovetti of Pitac. This is uh, the letter which is in the hands of King Iker Eteocles. He's a king, boy. Ruler of the kingdom of Kilsella in his throne room in Castle Gilmorg. A uh, quivering Pataxian courier stands before you uh, as you read it with uh, an expression of probably disgust <laughs> and disinterest. More than disgust. He looks furious. Um, 
the kingdom of Kilsela has come ex such a long way from its time as a fledgling barony four years ago. Now it is a true kingdom, with sprawling roads, towering buildings, beautiful statues and works of art, all of which the entire time are completely compliant with the laws of nature. Tatzelford has grown into a small city of its own right, uh, along with Fangberry, making up beautiful woodland paths, whereas Suitscale Hill is now uh, practically a singular tower perched atop a hill with walls uh, full of creatures from goblins to kobolds and beyond. The mines of uh, Cavern's Edge are fruitless, finding uh, more and more gold among their resources every day. It is, without a doubt, the most uh, incredible success story the Stonelands has ever seen. For most uh, river kingdoms that try settling this place quickly and ultimately fail. And yet Kilsella seems to have overcome all odds to become a river kingdom worthy of an invitation to the Rushlight Festival. Iker Etiocles, King of Kilsella. You sit now in your chair and you look at this courier who uh, clears his throat and says, Shall I uh, tell his highness that you shall be attending? Iker looks back at the courier and he looks back at the paper back at the courier again. Courier's gonna fucking piss his pants. <laughs> uh, and he takes a step back seeing the actual fucking disgust in your faces. Um, I'm willing to stay up to a week to let you make up your mind. No need. Tell them I'll be in attendance. Oh! Uh, 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 Alright! Um, thank you kindly, my, uh, your highness. Um, Pitax, uh, see ya! And he fucking turns and gets out of there. This guy's just a, he just has a job. <sighs> he just has a fucking job. He sighs and like, he sinks into his throne. Uh, Iker, how has your year been since the uh, whole barbarian stuff? It, it should have been great. It really should have been like amazing for him. But, oh my god, this is probably the worst mood he's been in since he was, like, in Patax. So you, I guess you could say he's being kind of a sour wart right now. Oh my god, yes. Um, standing beside you, uh, of course, is, uh, General, uh, Keston, as he kind of glances at you and says you don't seem in a good mood <sighs> no I'm not I sorry it's just you know things stuff you know Fuck. of course that this is truly an honor the Rushlight Festival is deigned only for the greatest river kings 
No, I... At least in Pitax's eyes. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I'm... I'm... familiar with it. Again, you don't seem particularly... overjoyed. I don't... feel like... I deserve it. He kind of raises an eyebrow. He raises an eyebrow and kind of glances out the window at like the sprawling metropolis that is Kilsella, and he's like, "What?" (laughs) (laughs) To to be sitting here, to have this, to be invited to this. With all due respect, uh, your highness, shut the fuck up. Uh, Sorry. You've worked harder than any other River King, and you are facing imposter syndrome for it? But I... (laughs) He kind of like slaps your shoulder and says, Live a little. From what I understand, you are obliged to go regardless. Yeah. I mean... You made a deal a few years ago, I understand. Ah, fuck. I did. Uh, there has been a meeting that has been booked uh, later. I'm sure uh, you and the other kingmakers would be uh, interested to attend. But for now, yes, be aware that you need to keep your word, my uh, my lord. After mm-hmm. all, and he starts like kind of making his way down steps. Third River Freedom. Oatbreakers die. Yeah, I remember that. Um, <laughs> he kind of grins and says, Make the most of it. You deserve a vacation. Thank you, Keston. He leaves, and uh, as he leaves, uh, one of the other people in this room starts wiggling their eyebrows at you. And Zamante click clops over to you. Got don't something say to say? They just, they just kind of grin at you. He goes fucking red. Four years, Iker. Four years. I know! You don't have How? to tell me. How? You, you wouldn't get it. That... How? Four years, Iker. He's... Some sort of professionalism. He works under you. Casca's going to drop the corner and turns around. Shh. She's right, but I. He's different, and I. I don't know what I'm doing. I think I know what I'm doing with anything. I especially don't know what I'm doing with him. They kind of like tilt their head and say, "Well, then figure it out." Yeah, that's right. I've got all the good advice. No one ever thought of that, huh? Great <laughs> advice, Samantha. Sorry. Right. Oh, no, no, you're right. I. It's. I really do need to figure it out, get my shit together. I've been. a mess lately. Zamante's face turns from, like, a kind of grin to, like, a little bit of concern, says, You've been really pushing yourself this year. Everyone's kind of seen 
you do need to relax. I know you think that this was handed to you on a silver platter, but... I mean, you guys have done some stuff. You especially, like... You helped take down a giant raging owlbear. You killed a troll who was raising an army against you. You fought a lich that was like 10,000 years old. You've earned this kingdom, Acre. Or should I call you my highness? Just Your call highness. me Acre, we're friends. I thought we were keeping some professionalism around here. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> They're kind of like, uh, shock and say, when you start, like, thinking about who you want to take to the Rushlight Festival there, keep me in mind. I'm kind of... I want to see what's going on. I mean, I'd love to have you around. Cool. Cool. And with that, they kind of, like, clip-clop out, leaving you alone again. Except Casca's in the corner. <laughs> oh, and Casca's also in the corner. Casca <laughs> <laughs> looks around and says, Oh, should I? I'm like... She also leaves. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, it's really funny. Um, uh, we're going to follow Casca. Uh, it is the evening now in uh, the town of Tatzelfort. Um, and Casca, you are sitting at a dinner table. And you didn't prepare dinner. Uh-huh. Uh, you are a guest today. Okay. Uh, sitting beside you is Pucky. And sitting across from you, uh, Pucky, is your little brother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Taeon Tanovin is making faces at Pucky. Uh, he is about <laughs> 10 or 11 years old. And Pucky, who is now about 12, is making faces back. Oh, she's uh, so fucking valid. <laughs> you can't see this, but you can certainly hear the nah, pfft, uh, <laughs> that they are currently throwing each other. Uh, and suddenly uh, you hear like a thunk, 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 and you hear Taeyong go, Ow! Pucky bit me! Oh, and you hear Pucky. Pucky say, No, I didn't! He bit me! Uh, and they are bickering with each other when uh, another voice calls out and says, Children, would you not behave for just a second, please? Uh, says your mother, Nala Tanovin. Uh, Nala kind of uh, is in the kitchen cooking dinner because you are currently in their home in Tatzelford uh, for... Family dinner. Uh, the door opens and uh, your father, a full elf, Remiel Tanovin, uh, comes in with a uh, couple of wild rabbits that he's hunted. Uh, and he kind of looks around, uh, sees the two children, neither of them have bitten each other. They're just being bastards. Uh, and he kind of uh, grins and says, Acting wild as always. Come on, children. Uh, don't make life difficult for uh, poor Casca. And uh, he kind of goes into the kitchen uh, to help prepare dinner. Casca, uh, how are you doing? Well, other than the fact that she's a little flustered from um, 
her family being here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she's been... a little distant, but okay. Having your god die in front of you does that. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's been doing her best to cope. Uh, your deific powers have not gone away. And she's confused uh, as fuck. <laughs> the best guess that anyone's been able to give you so far was uh, Jihad Kakven theorizing that because uh, the Grim White Stag is an avatar of Arastal, perhaps de uh, your deific power still comes from Arastal. However, you can't even say that for sure. Part of you wonders maybe the Grim White Stag is still alive, but deep down, you know what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> and if that wasn't hard enough, the funniest thing happened about 11 months ago. Uh, your family moved out of Brevoy all the way down to, uh, to Kilsella, specifically to your hometown of, uh, Tatzelford, specifically to take care of you, whether you like it or not. And that realization made Casca just sink in her chair. Very slowly. <laughs> uh, the two kids continue, uh, sort of nibbling back and forth, like, showing, uh, you know, not quite insults, but, you know, they're play fighting. Uh, and then Pucky turns into an actual bear, and uh, Teon lets out a shriek, and uh, it comes up to Remiel to come and stop oh, that God. from happening. <laughs> and yet, uh, the moment you try to get up out of your chair to help, uh, you are sat right back down by Nala. Uh, yeah. And uh, your mother says, Now, now, Casca, don't worry. Um, Remiel has that under control, so you, relax. For once, just take it easy. You've pushed yourself long and hard enough. All right? Mom, I think we both know that I got your side of the whole relaxed thing. I don't do it. I'm perfectly relaxed, she says, with a boiling pot of potatoes in one hand and a carrot sieve in the other. <laughs> mother, mother. I know that I'm... you're st I know that you're cooking. I know that you're doing stuff right now. Yes, I might I might you... not be able to see, but I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, you always push yourself far too hard, and now, look where that's got you. Just relax, sit back, and let us handle things for a day, alright? Okay. Whether that was you relaxing or rage boiling in you, no one will ever know. <laughs> oh, it was rage. <laughs> <laughs> um, after a little while, though, Dinner is served, and some uh, rabbits are served up. Isror is in the corner wearing his really sexy uh, flying armor. Sexy? And, uh, yeah, it's really sexy. <laughs> Get over it, Ritz. Sometimes armor is sexy, and the armor is for dogs. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, though, uh, they are... Like, your family kind of settles around you, and... Uh, Remiel uh, kind of grins and says, So, Casca, how's all the uh, druid stuff coming? I'd say by now you're at least ten times as strong as I am. 
Um, it's going pretty well. You've saved me quite a few times. So that's good. Uh, he, he laughs and says, Still using it to make sure the crops come out well? I haven't I have visited Fangberry in a while, but I could help them out. Forgetting your roots, for goodness sake, Kashka. He kind of like grins at you. That is lost on you, but you can sort of hear it in his voice. But hey, listen, I've been around the I've been around the forest a lot, though. As you were eating, uh, Nala kind of like in, uh, sort of reads in a little bit and says, "So, how's uh, Joy doing?" She's doing well. Um, she's mm -hmm. got this place under control, really. Mm -hmm. Great mayor. She Mom, why do I have a feeling that you're going to lead this into something else? No plans on settling down yet, maybe? Oh, uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I think Joy is a lovely woman. And I really think, Cheers. you know, I would love to see... And she starts looming. The family continue on. <laughs> And obviously Taeon's maybe a bit long, young and she kind of ruffles his hair as he flings a pee at uh, Pucky and she bites out of the air. And everyone takes a stop to look at that because that's sick as fuck. <laughs> then she turns back to you and says, you know, I'm, I personally would, I'm absolutely enamored in the idea of having grandchildren. And oh, I know. I think maybe you settling down might be an idea. I... This is not the first time you've had this conversation. Not even in this week. This happens yes. a lot. <laughs> yes, and Casca, she's so tired. Um, <laughs> she... She inhales again <laughs> for probably the 50th time this week. <laughs> and she says, We will have that conversation me and Joy when we can and when we're both ready to which is not entirely right now considering I'm helping out in St. Gilmore as well I have duties high priestess and all <laughs> but you could always pass that on to someone else I know you're still young but well, look at you, and she kind of does this again. You're blind. Well, I wasn't going to bring that up, but now that uh -huh. you mention it, uh huh. Were you not? You've gotten you've gotten yourself in quite a few scraps. Retirement is such an easy path you could take. And also, I mean, you've been dating for about three years now. I honestly think three years is long enough before you know and she makes she mimes putting on a ring then she realizes you can't see that and she sighs I'm just saying that she would also be a fantastic daughter-in-law uh, Remuel is all this time not saying anything head down just minding his own business he's not getting involved <laughs> they're gonna have a talk later um Casca again sighs and she says look I know that I've gotten myself in a pretty precarious situation with the blindness mm -hmm. I know that 
And I know that the things that I'm doing can be dangerous. But you know that I'm not alone, right? Of course. Um, Iker is a wonderful man, and Alden is... Um, well, he's not always completely impulsive. <laughs> but... <He's> alone. <laughs> <laughs> and his mother is a wonderful person, and I'm very dear friends with her. But... Yes, Bree is awesome. Yes, Bree is awesome. Uh, and Ramiel finally shines into his yes, she is. And <laughs> um, but, you know, the farm is always more than willing to have you come back. <sighs> I know. I, I know. It's... How is it doing? Well, I mean, we've moved it here, but it's been doing better. Uh, the land here is much better than back in Brevoy. But at the same time, it's not about the farm, it's about you. and you, Knowing where... where you should be. Just think about it, alright? And really think about it. Don't just say, yes, mom, I'll think about it. I know how you are, Casca. Yes, Mom, I'll think about it. And Remil clears his throat and says, So, uh, did ev- everyone um, did everyone see the uh, bowling game that happened uh, up the road <laughs> He's last not month? a sportsman. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes, he's about? absolutely not. But he's trying to change his conversation. Um, and so uh, we fade out. And, uh, we see Alden. It's him! Alden, you are standing in a a place you've slowly become accustomed to over the last year. Ever since the Grim White Stag died, your dreams have been getting progressively worse you find yourself now standing in a deforested clearing you see tree stumps sticking out of the ground and where once everything was a beautiful deep hue of blue it's now a faded grey and you don't hear any voices crying out to you Mm mhm you know your way fairly well by now. And when you find Briar, she is curled up on the floor and she looks ill. I think he sits down next to her and he sort of like pulls her up and he's like, hey. All done? Yeah, it's me. I'm here. It's cold. I can, I can, I can try and warm you up a little bit. It's cold. He tries to just like hold her. He's like, I know. Holding her close, you Alden, 
is almost painful because she is as cold as cold as ice and you sigh because this has been how it's been for the last year now ever since Nerissa showed up in the castle in a horrible visage of clouding leaves it's all been wrong And even before that, you remember the last dream you had with her before the tomb of Armag. Even then, she was starting to look ill. Mm-hmm. And it's been getting worse. Slowly, but it has been. And you aren't really sure what to do. Oh, and, like, he doesn't know what to do. I think he's just worried. He wants to find Briar, but he has no idea how to do that. So he's just sitting here with her. He just wants to be there, because she's, like, alone otherwise. What really upsets you about this whole situation, Alden, is when you look at her for too long, you can see right through her. And as always, after a quick period of lying there beside her, you wake up restless, much like you did when you first came to the Stormlands. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I don't think he's doing that well. Um, He's not like... He's not gonna like like dire he's just really stressed um i think he when he wakes up he kind of like rubs his hands down his face because he's just like he just doesn't know what to do he feels like because he's usually able to just like help everybody but he can't help her right now no matter what he wants to do i think that's like rough for him morning comes and you don't feel well what what are you gonna do today where are you going to go hang out? Um, I mean, other than doing his job, he's probably going to go bug Icker to cope. Um, I think closer to the afternoon after you've kind of uh, put your bad dreams out of mind, uh, you uh, enter the uh, orc's tusk. Mm-hmm. Not the drink, just to hang out. Yeah. Um, uh, you sidle up to the bar, and Crowley is there, and uh, he is looking extremely excited. Um, Alden sits down at the bar, and he's like, "So what's up?" Uh, he kind of like is bouncing a little bit on the spot, and he turns to you, and he says. Hello, dear Alden. Uh, have you not heard the news? Um, I've been kind of busy today. Well, apparently, uh, King Icker himself, uh, he has uh, confirmed that Kelsella will be taking part in this year's Rushlight Festival. The Rush what? Festa what? Uh, he'll fill you in on it later. All that's important 
is just as big for the orc's tusk. Big, I'm telling you. Well, I'm glad for you. See, they do this thing, right? Mm -hmm. The midnight joust. Mm -hmm. And, uh, basically, uh, you do this big jousting thing, and, uh, it's great, it's a huge tournament, uh, lots of different places take part in it, whatever. What's important is that, basically, they take, uh, they take a load of, uh, well, the jousters are all drunk. <laughs> okay. The what? <laughs> and they often wear, like, they often uh, are sponsored by certain breweries, and I'm hoping, since this is by far, uh, his Excellency's favorite pub in the whole kingdom. Really <laughs> the oldest and I mean, the greatest, if I may say so myself. You are pretty oh, fucking great. You're probably his favorite pub on Galerion. I don't think he has any other favorite pubs. You pub? think so? I, I don't think he has any other favorite pubs. You're, you're not just saying you're not just saying that. <laughs> I'm I'm not just saying that. I don't think he, he takes a step back. <laughs> certainly my favorite pub. Well, I come here every day. All going with... well, we can spread uh, talk about the orcs' tusk throughout the Stonelands. That would be really good. People would come here from Pitax, Mivon, even Daggermark to come drink the Fangbury wine if we happen to win the midnight uh, joust. Well, we'll have to win then. You will. You will have to win it for me, Alden. For me. Uh, <laughs> yes, Crowley. We'll win for you. Appreciate it. Now, what can I get you? <laughs> Too early to get drunk in the day? Maybe I can get you a glass of water? Some lemonade? <laughs> I think that um, day drinking is a bad habit for me to get, so just lemonade. You have to stay hydrated. Just lemonade's fine. Right. Uh, he pulls up a lemon, squeezes it with one fist... Uh, and starts. It's terrifying. Um. So, Alan, as you are getting your lemonade ready, how has your year been? Um, others in the dreams, pretty good. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's been pretty good. Um. He's just been doing his job and living his life and making sure his friends are okay. <laughs> More difficult than usual. I think that um, he's kind of taken it upon himself to be um, like, I'll cheer you up no matter what, um, because that's pretty in character for him. Um, I think that like he tries to be like, like not like a distraction, like a bad thing, but like to be like, because Icker's a stressed person right now, I assume. Oh yeah. I think that um, he probably like just tries to help both of them, both um, Iker and Casca out because they both have a lot of them on their plates. And Alden, even though he has a lot on his plate too, wants to make sure that the people in his life are happy because he has another outlet because he can just vent to his mother, <laughs> and it'll be <laughs> fine. And that's that's Alden. So. Uh, and Alden, it is about now that you get a message in your head from Iker. Mm-hmm. Iker, summon him to the castle. Hey, Alden. In 25 uh, words or less. 
And wait, how many? In 25 words or less. Alden, I need you at the castle. Please come to me, my favorite boy. I need you. Kisses. I can't abandon my boy, Alden says out loud as he runs to the castle. <laughs> but your lemonade! Can I take it to go? He chugs it and then he he hands um he gives him uh he pays for it because he is a good boy. Um and he's like, I can't abandon my boy and then he runs. (laughs) Um Alright, Kingmakers of Kilsella. You gather in Castle Gilmorg and uh standing across from you all is Hengrim. What what in the castle? Like in, yes, in the castle. Like He's inside. In Hengrin's the... in the castle? What? Yes. Horse in the castle? Yeah. Horse got in, in my castle? Horse in the hospital? Mm-hmm. Horse. <laughs> it's the horse in the castle. Horse? <laughs> uh, Hengrin is staring at you all, and beside him is uh, Darissa of uh, the Glory Heart Brigade. Oh boy. And uh, Darissa. The uh, halfling who first gave you Hengren is kind of standing with her arms crossed, and she says, All right. All three of you. Um, I've heard the news. Uh, The Herald made sure to tell everyone on his way down. Mm -hmm. Great honor, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm sure I don't need to tell you how big this is. Yeah. But just in case, for s- somehow, some way, somehow, you don't know about the Rushlight Festival, <laughs> I'm going to fill you in in great detail now. I'm going and I'm, to I know you. I know you all know all about it already, but just in case you've been living under a rock for the last, oh, 22 years, uh, I'm going to start talking now. <laughs> so, essentially, ever since... Uh, King Iroveti became the king about 22 years ago or so. Uh, he uh, he has been doing this thing where uh, he invites all the most powerful river kingdoms to uh, take part in this great festival. Uh, there's a lot of competition, uh, but also it's a great way of advertising your kingdom to other uh, kingdoms if you wanted to get... Uh, some business stuff going on, some, uh, you know, trade routes, whatever. This is a great way to make yourself look good in front of the whole of the Stormlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people change year by year, although it's usually safe to say that both Daggermark and Patax will be there. Who else will be going? We can't say. All I can say is that we have literally been training since day one to do this. Yeah. We have to go. I I know you already, you're already going, but we... And she kind of points at herself, and she points at Hengren, and she points at herself again. We have to go. You're going to take us with us, because I cannot overstress how important it is for me as a person to show up Daggermark and I, show them Hey, who's yeah, boss. yeah, you're coming with us. You know what? Okay. That's... Because I would have taken Hengren away from you. What? I Wait, What? He, it was that was part of the deal. You yes, the I know. I remember it was part of the deal. I would have taken you. I was never going to not take you. Okay, just making sure. I've been I've been burned before. Okay, you're not gonna get burned again. 
Um, do you have any idea who else you are taking? Uh, well, I know I'm taking Zamanthe, one of our deputies. Yeah. Of course, I'm taking um, these two. All right. Are you taking? And she kind of gla- uh, glances at uh, Isror, whose tail is wagging. Why would I not? Well, you know, um, no dogs in attacks. Ah, fuck. okay, okay. Forgot they're but idiots. Here's the thing. Isror is not a dog. He's a direwolf. Yeah. Alden, I want you to look me in the eye. Do you not remember when we first met? You know what, Iker? I will take It on took a- me two years to accept that Isoror was not a dog, and in fact was a wolf. Well, you know what? Everyone in Patax is not going to have that kind of character development. We can just make- wait, wait, Casca, can't- don't you have that, like, collar that just makes him tiny? We'll just hide him and bring him. Yeah, I can make him a puppy. I will never leave that boy behind. I swear to god I would die before leaving him behind. Risky, but we'll take it. Um... How do you intend to get to Patax? Because obviously we could take a caravan and go through, you know, well, first the Nile Marshes, but then, like, uh, the Hooktong Slough, then the Glenabon Uplands. Mm-hmm. We could use magic to get there, but that limits how many people you can take. Yeah. Mm. I think the best bet would be caravan. Just to be safe. All right. And not to leave anyone behind. Well, who else are you going to take? Okay, this is Ritz talking. Um, so I got Samantha, I got Alden Casca, I got Blue Heart Brigade. Yes, we're counts. Yes, counts. He's with Casca. He's Casca's plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that is... How many people are in the Glory Heart? Uh, there's like a dozen. Okay. So like a dozen plus... Dozen? Um... Five. Does, um, does Crowley need to go? Or is he just sponsored? Uh... Crowley doesn't have to go, but it would be nice to maybe take him if you like. Okay, I was just making- I was just asking because I wanted to- um, Alan's like, um, Crowley wanted to, um, sponsor somebody for the- this- the- the- Crowley- we have a- we have a sponsor for the mid- for the jazz? Yeah, yeah, he- Oh! He, he said- Oh, eat my heart out, he, d- Dagger Mark. Oh, we are going to show them. Oh, we are going to show them. Yup. <laughs> you really are. Uh... Crowley can come along. He will probably um, shit his pants. Um, He was very excited to hear that you're that you really like his pub, even though that I assumed was obvious. I'd love this pub. What? It's the only one I'd ever want to go to. The hotel. It's the only one I ever go to. Full stop. Yeah, it's the only one I ever go (laughs) to. Full stop. Well, that's another person. What about you, Miss Tanavan? Do you have anyone you want to take? Uh, you think Joy would want to come? Probably bring Tana, yeah. <laughs> Alden. <laughs> Alden. Don't yes. start with me. It started many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, it might be an idea to bring your, like, treasury guy. Uh... Just, to, you know, in case people need to do, like, 
business stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Um, is there anyone else that you think needs to come? Oleg, if he oh found out God, that we were going Oleg. to this, and like, <laughs> if, all, if he found out that we were going to this thing and weren't going to take him, I think he would like have a breakdown in front of us. I think he'd cry. Um, I think he'd actually be really heartbroken and hurt. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that for Oleg because I love Oleg. Um, what about that uh, storytelling guy you're always hanging out with? Oh, Iker sinks down. <laughs> Are you okay? Did I say um, something? He hasn't. Oh my god, is he dead? No, 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 Well, sucks. Yeah, it does. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Um, who else can I? Well, should I? Uh, I don't know if we need many more people. Yeah, I don't think we do. Um, wait, would it be reached to bring Keston? You guys, uh, quickly prepare the caravan. Um, so accompanying you on this journey, uh, the Kingmakers, uh, the Gloryheart Brigade. Uh, Oleg Leviton, uh, Crowley the Barkeep, um, Zamante, Zamante Silverfire, they've got a cool ass name. They've got the um, coolest fucking name ever. You, uh, take, uh, Kesson, you take, uh, Tanner, and you guys are ready to go. Uh, as you're about to leave, uh, you know, Kelsella, and head out deep to the west to uh, get to God knows where, you all take a second and you're like, okay. Time to advertise Kilsella on the global stage. This, we're gonna have fun. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> it will be fun because I'm going to have a good time. It will be fun because we're together and I and, and, we, and we're friends and we love each other and it'll all be fine. Everything's gonna be cool. We're gonna be in Patax and everything's gonna be cool. Okay, okay. Iker. Yeah. We'll be in Patax, but we'll be in Patax together. Right, Casca? We'll be to- we'll be together. Yep. All of us. Please don't leave my side. I oh, no, really, no, 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 no. really we won't. Will, we will I... not. Iker? Iker he puts a he puts a hand on Elm's shoulder and he's gonna like I think there are people in Patax that remember me from when I lived in Patax. Okay. If you hear anything, don't believe it. I only believe things that you say about you and that Rig says about you. Rig doesn't fucking know anything! He Why are you, you listening to Rig? He said you pissed your pants and I believed him. I didn't piss my pants! <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. What do you think I am, two? Well, that... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Iker strangles him. How <laughs> fucking dare you? All is like, yes, go! Oh, God. Um... You little shit. <laughs> uh, and with that, you guys make your way uh, through the uh, 
Nile Marshes, and Caravan Away. It's great. You've got like a couple of caravans. Um, mm-hmm. In your specific one, uh, it is the Kingmakers and uh, Tanner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanner is very excited. Uh, and uh, she's currently like going through a load of her supplies and says, So yeah, I was thinking um, one of the things we could show off was like produce from, uh, you know, Tasselford. Mm-hmm. Uh, we make like some really good apples, uh, maybe cider, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they're going to show off, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, and uh, as you start entering a plane and she's uh, explaining this, uh, Casca, you feel one of the bags wiggling. Uh, oh. um, she opens the bag. Uh, you open the bag and you already... The moment you open the bag... And you hear, like, the breathing inside. You already know what it is. And your heart sinks. Mm-hmm. Um. Hi. Teon Tavin, your little brother, oh my God. <gasps> shrinks a bit. Casca? Hey, what are you... What are you doing in here? There's a whole ass child in there. Nothing. Tanner looks down and says, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Casca, is that your little brother? Uh. No. Yes. Yes, it is. is. No. Tay, don't lie to them. It's a child? (laughs) There's a child in there. You were going on holidays and you didn't take me with you? Tay, this is kind of business. Yeah, but it's holiday. You're going to Patax. Hey, I, I, I agree with him. Alden says. <laughs> Thank Alden. you, Alden. <laughs> he grins. Did you tell your mom you were coming? Yeah. Say, did you tell mother? No. <gasps> she thinks you're missing. Alden goes. Jesus, you, you. Did you release tell? Did you at least tell father? Yeah. You told our father that you were coming here mm-hmm. and not mum. Mm-hmm. So you left that responsibility like, okay. on him. Yeah, he said That's it's okay. Evil. Comes, That's all right. evil. That's an evil child. Alden likes him. Casca, what's your perception? Uh, <laughs> my perception. He's 21. He's fucking lying. <gasps> Tay. Plot twist. No, I didn't. You didn't tell anybody that you were coming here? They think you're missing. They, 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 they're going to be worried sick about you. I could send them a message. Please... Should we, like, turn around? No, I... Casco, mm-hmm. what do you think? I'm this leaving the judgment kid to brother. you. Yes, this is your brother. Your responsibility here. I know. I Believe me, I know. Um... If you want to stop, I could teleport him back, and I can come back here. No. <laughs> he looks sad. <laughs> Uh, and as you're all sort of discussing this, 
Suddenly, your caravan grinds to a halt. Oh boy. Uh, what's going on? And Tanya says, Ah. Uh, and she kind of looks out and says, Is everything okay? And uh, you see Keston poke his head out of another one and say, We're all right. It's just that one of the wheels of, uh, of Crowley's caravan is stuck. Stuck? Shit. Yeah, can, uh, Alden, can you come out and help? Uh, yeah, and Alden hops out to go help. Um, you are currently in a really creepy looking forest. Well, this is um, great. <laughs> gnarly wood crawls, uh, like, sort of roots crawl like hands around the, uh, sort of foliage which covers the floor and the sky is almost blotted out by shadows as the trees and canopies completely mask you. Uh, and you make your way towards the caravan on and uh, you see it's really truly stuck in those roots. Fuck, okay. What do you do? Almond's like, um, do you need me to like pull the, like to, is like is it stuck like it got tangled in it? Yes. Um, okay, Alden is like, I can cut these roots, probably. Maybe? Uh, Crowley kind of looks and says, Give me a hand. Let's try pull out on tree, okay? Yeah, sure. Alden walks over to do that. Alright. One, two, one. And, uh, as you try your best, uh, you realize, dang, it's really stuck in there. Mm. Alden is not used to And then to you kind of... <laughs> Stare at the, you stare at the wheel and realize that the way it's kind of clutching is almost less like a root and more like a hand grabbing the spokes. Alden is like Casca, Iker. Yes. Um. Huh. You guys poke. You guys poke your head out uh, to look out at Alden, and you see the style. tree behind him starting to creak. Hey, Alden, you might want to step away from that tree. Uh, yeah, Please. I know. <laughs> Alden is like. Don't pull pulling. me. I will not pull a you. And Alden, Alden has. A, Alden, like, put, takes out a sword just in case, and he's like. He starts backing up a little bit. Uh. Yeah, funny thing about that. Uh. It's not a tree. Yeah. What the fuck is it? I have um, a feeling. A massive horny creature starts to pull itself out from the undergrowth uh, and you see the scent of blood start to like permeate the air as this huge sized creature pulls itself up and it looks like a ton of wood all garbled together by blood soaked uh, vines and torns and this thing towers above you all and lets out a horrible screech and Teon says, Monster! Oh God, it's <laughs> and fellas, I want you all to roll initiative. Oh, man. Oh, the caravan. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. Uh, welcome to Book 5 of Kingmaker. War of the River Kings. I have been waiting for this one for a long time. I am very excited. Uh, I remember daydreaming about this book uh, back when we were doing book two and being like, God, I can't wait to get here. And now here we are. So I hope you guys are ready for the uh, 
the sports arc of uh, Kingmaker. Um, without further ado, why don't we get into thanking the people who have been able to support us getting to Book 5 in the first place. That's right, our Patreon supporters. Uh, so special thanks to Anna Maria, Andrew Perkins, Archfighter, Casey Corn, Harley Fleming, Joey Van Tonglen, John the Book Hoarder, Jordan, King Anything, Leon, Murph, Paige Headington, Felicia, Roxy, Sierra, Sonia, SS66 Seeker, Cynical Spinstress, Tyler, and Valerie. <laughs> uh, you guys really have been fantastic. Uh, obviously, by now we've hit 50 episodes, and last week was probably one of the best weeks we've ever had. Uh, we got so many new plays, so many new people listening to the show. Hey, you're one of those people. Thanks. Thanks for coming by. Um, so, uh, we've got a few things to thank everyone for helping us. Uh, first off, for our Patreon supporters, this is going to be a great week for you all. Uh, we've got a ton of new stuff coming. Uh, we are going to have a new map of Kilsella with all the uh, sort of spreadsheet stuff, including details on each of the new places that uh, was sort of built up over the year uh, that passed between Book 4 and Book 5. Uh, we're also going to be putting up all sorts of cool stuff. For example, Ovnir Bane is going to be there. And uh, we're going to have stats for what Armag the Twiceborn really was like. Uh, stuff like uh, the Kingmaker's character sheets. Now that they've hit level 13, they've leveled up, they've got new gear. It's great. And most importantly, we are finally uh, putting up another episode of Behind the Rolls. It's been a pretty action-packed uh, couple of weeks, so we really didn't have a chance before. But we have a new episode coming up today. And I believe Ritz is going to talk about just weird out-context stuff from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is... Apparently there's dinosaurs in one of them? Uh, so um, that's going to be really, really weird. Hey, maybe I'll talk about dinosaurs. <laughs> um, we're also uh, putting up the blooper reel for book four, which is a ridiculously long one. Uh, we made a lot of gaffes in book four, and I think you guys are going to find that extremely funny. Um, for everyone else, though, we are still running our Kingmaker uh, video game giveaway. Uh, so we are to thank everyone for getting us to 50 episodes. We are giving away a copy of uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker by Alcac Games, as well as a bit of uh, Dice Will Roll merch. You can enter in this by uh, doing any of the following. Uh, multiple entries are counted, so don't worry. Um, you can retweet it on Twitter at Dice Will Roll. Uh, you can share our Facebook post uh, with Dice Will Roll. Uh, and you can leave a review on iTunes. Uh, any of those will get you an entry into the competition. Uh, you know the post that you're supposed to share when you see it because it basically just screams, Share me! Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, that's really all for now. I want to get, let you guys get back to this really great episode. So uh, yeah, for now, thank you so much for listening to everyone. Enjoy Book 5, and most importantly, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast? But you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. 
you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey David, my darling, my dearest, my beloved best bro in the whole world. Okay, yes, Ritz, yes. Have you heard of this thing called RPG League? Uh, I don't think so. What is it? Well, it's this incredible tabletop RPG service that's bringing the industry together with phenomenal tournaments and prizes. They even have this super cool leaderboard. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Wait a second. Hold on, Ritz. Are you telling me that I can finally just crush you in TTRPG? You think you can withstand my incredibly powerful and amazing dungeons with your puny little dice? Huh? Yes. Don't make me laugh! (laughs) Well, anyway, do they rate all the tabletop RPG games? Like like D&D, Pathfinder, Palladium, White Wolf, and I don't know, Star Wars? Uh, yeah, duh. Go and check out their Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Tumblr, Instagram, or Google+. Or their new website, which is coming soon at www.rpgleague.com. We now return to Dice Will Roll. (laughs) Cask is like, Tay, I'm serious here. Please stay in the caravan. Okay. But show me all your cool... Turn into a dragon and get him. Turn into a dragon and get him. I love this kid. Not when there's uh, uh, so many people around, and when I have enough space, I can. <laughs> and not surrounded by a forest. I rolled a 29. I rolled a 32. I rolled a 40. <laughs> God, you're so sexy. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. 19, I rolled a 19. You are so sexy, KK. I should point out to the viewers that we are all now level 13. We'll tell you if we get anything uh, neat from the levels as they come. So, uh, first in the order is Casca. Casca, you see this horrible creature pulling itself up, and you're not entirely sure what it is. What do you do? Uh, can I roll something to see what it is? Yeah, roll me a nature check. Thirty-five. Okay, you know that this is a Wemut. Oh. Uh, fertilized by large quali- quantities of spilled blood, such as oh. that found on bloodstained battlefields or in war-torn regions surrounding besieged cities, Wemuts are vile swaths of vines that draw sustenance from mortal suffering, lapping up blood like water. Um, it is a massive plant creature, uh, and you know that they really, really like blood. Hmm. Right. Uh, vampire plants. Literally. Vampire plant, basically. What do you do? Uh, well, she realizes that information to everyone and says, um, try not to bleed on it. <laughs> sure. I don't want to know what happens an... when it, uh, if blood is spilled on the, the vines. There will be an attempt. Okay. My skin's uh, real thin. I don't know. <laughs> I... Be careful. She's gonna f- uh, fireball this thing. Okay, go for it. Uh, Reflex safe for me, please. Uh-oh. Uh, that is a six. Oh. 
plus 27. That is a turdy tree. Ooh, you... Just about saved. Okay, so he's going to take half damage from this? Yes. Okay. Uh, you conjure a mighty ball of flame from your hands. The Wemmet starts to dodge and manages to dodge some of it, but the flames still scorch it and lets out a howling shriek. Roll me some damage. Oh, well, that sucked. <laughs> okay, so, uh, nine damage in total. Oof. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, not the best, but also, hey, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Uh, True. The Wemmet takes nine damage and it lets out a sort of shuddering. Uh, and you're like, oh no, it's gonna get me. Um, it is now the Wemmet's turn. Uh, so, uh, the Wemmet uh, kind of snarls uh, and it's gonna go for the closest target, which is uh, poor sweet Alden. And Alden, it decides it's going to pummel you. Uh, it lashes a viney arm back and you see like a ton of boulders are part of its body and it goes to smack you ouch and it gets a natural one can Ooh. we get in effing chat and you get an attack of opportunity against <laughs> uh, okay so we pulled out the flame tongue um okay plant. and um it was roots and then i'm gonna roll lads that's a th thirteen plus twenty-seven. A thirteen plus twenty-seven is a. That is a hit. Roll That's damage. A... That's a forty. Holy shit! Oh my god. Twenty-four damage. You slash into him, and he snarls. He didn't like that. He's. We're gonna try attack you again. Wow, he's not rolling well at all. That is a five. Plus uh, 24, so that's a 29. That does not hit. Well, lastly, he's going to uh, throw a boulder over at Iker. Mm. What did I ever do to you? That one, fuck you. Uh, that is a 15 plus uh, 17. So that is a 32. Yep, that hits. Okay, uh, so that's 40, 10 plus 10 bludgeoning damage. Ow. That's 37 damage, Ecker, as he smashes you with a fucking boulder. Hmm. That feel when you're knocked over by a boulder because you were just standing there and there was a, a giant tree monster that was here to kill you? I'm literally just fucking standing here, dude. Uh, you get knocked over. Uh, Taeon goes, Hell yeah! Um, Hell yeah! He's on. Uh, you see Crowley, uh, you know, jumping to take a step back. A lot of the other uh, people in the caravans are scattering because they don't want to get too close to this thing. Uh, Alden, it is your turn. Um, and you see now uh, that you're getting closer that he has uh, a shit ton of torms around him. So you're going to be need to be careful. Okay. Well, Alden is going to... You know what? I would like to breathe fire, um, everyone. Oh shit, you're using the dragon plate you got last yeah, book? Yeah, I really wanted it. I really wanted to use it, <laughs> so. Uh, Alden, you inhale, and as you do, uh, you see the uh, dragon armor that you wear. Its eyes light up, and suddenly flames start to burst up your throat and out your mouth at this creature. 
Uh, he has to make a reflex save. Uh, so that is a four plus uh, a four plus twenty-seven. That is a thirty-one. It is that does not save. Uh oh. Okay, I'll breed fire on this okay, guy. Okay, it's fourteen d six. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot of dice. That's forty-four damage. Uh, Alvin, you scorch him with a uh, blazing breath, and the creature shrieks. Uh, it stumbles back in pain, and holy shit, this boy has been burned. What do you do? Alden is then going to... By the way, how many actions is that? Is that one or two? That's two actions. Two actions? I just want to make sure. Um, then, is he close enough that I can attack him? Yes, he is. Um, then he's going to attack him once. This is okay, go for it. because this is one I need to roll, and that doesn't. Me- then that means it's like still the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've been using the flame tongue. That is an eighteen plus twenty-seven. So, woo! <laughs> uh, eighteen plus twenty-seven. That is uh, a hit. Roll damage. Good God. Um, that's twenty-six damage. Okay. As you uh, slash into him with your sword, Alden, uh, his vines go spiky and they stab into you, dealing 13 damage back. Alden goes, ow, fucking shit. <laughs> Bitch. Don't, don't, don't make that noise at me. I'll kill you. Uh, Iker, it's your turn. You were hit by a boulder and it sucks. What do you do? Does this thing have a spirit? A spirit? Yes. Like a soul? Um... Maybe? I mean, it seems intelligent enough, especially for a plant. Okay, give me a fortitude save. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. That is an 8 plus 27. That is a 36. Fuck! No, 35. Fuck! Still. Um, half of 62. Good God, oh, where shit. did this come from? Spirit what is blast. That? What did you Jesus. He didn't need a spirit for that. You're no. blasting spirits at him. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, shadows explode from your hand and uh, smash into him, and he is not looking hot at all. Uh, he stumbles back in pain, and you now have a chance to get him harder. You've one action left. What do you do? I think I'm just gonna sing, "Kill the tree." Okay, you start chanting, "Kill the tree, kill, kill the, the tree. tree," and everyone around is like, "Nice work, King." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Casca, it is your turn. Uh, you saw that when Alden slashed it, it did not look super good after that. Uh, then you remember, oh, he's a tree, and trees don't like him cut down. <laughs> when you're a tree! What are you, the fucking once You mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, another reflex save, please. Uh-oh. Uh, and that is a 7 plus 27. That is a 34. Okay, so it's gonna take half of this again. Okay. Um, what are you casting? Are you casting? Oh, interesting. Okay, roll. Forty-seven. Okay, very interesting. Casca, uh, you raise your hand and start blasting him with this, and he absolutely fucking hates it. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Yay! You see the ice crawling up its vines, and it stumbles back and shrieks a high-pitched wail that reverberates through the ground. So it takes half 47 plus 20. 
<laughs> so that's basically. Oh my God. Jesus. Uh, so that's what? Uh, 23. That's 43 damage. That's literally only four less than the original damage. KK, you are power. Casca, <laughs> uh, you've one action left. What do you do? Casca hears this and she's like, oh, okay. So they don't like ice. Good to know. I don't have an ice dog, but I do have one. <laughs> and she snaps her fingers for Isror. <laughs> Isror bounds forward. Back, 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 back. Uh, Isror lunges over to caravans uh, through the undergrowth and pounces at this guy. Casca, uh, make an attack. 36. 36 is a hit. Roll damage. 17 damage. Woo! Uh, Isror takes 1d10 plus 10 damage back. He takes 12 damage back uh, as he bites into the torrent. And he's like, oh no! <laughs> um, that being said, it is uh, the horrible creature's turn. Um, the uh, Wemmet howls again and decides it really doesn't want to die. So it goes to attack Alden again. <laughs> That's a 48, Alden. That is a crit. Yeah, that one oh, is. Oh, shit. And I'll kill you for it. Uh-oh. Uh, well, that's not good because his uh, pummel attack has the fatal trait. Oh, that's fun. Uh-oh. Uh, so he gets an additional uh, d12 of damage. Not good. But you're looking good. But you know what? It'll be okay. Because Alden is Alden, and there's nothing that he is except for hard to kill. <laughs> so double of 41, that's 82 damage. And you know what? He just looks hurt. Like, not like he doesn't look like he's dying. He just looks very injured, and he's like, ow! <laughs> and, he, uh, and then. You hear him go, oh, fuck. Uh, and then. The vines wrap around you, and he constricts you. Fuck! Alden's like, uh, bro. <laughs> so he does another 2d12 plus 10 damage. Uh, make me a fortitude save. Oh, I love it when you say fortitude save. Hmm. Oh, okay, so it's a 6 plus 22. That's a 20. Not gonna make Nine. it. So, okay. uh, you take, uh, 2d12 plus 10 Constriction damage. So that's an additional 15 damage. Okay. And uh, you see your blood oozing out of your body and up its torns, and it heals half of that. Uh oh. And it goes. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, Alden, it's your turn. You're inside this thing's gra- grasp. Can I what do you do? Can I still attack? Uh, no. Then I'm gonna take an action to get out. Okay. Uh, right, make an athletics check. That's a 17 plus 22. Alden, you wriggle your way out! Fuck this! Fuck um, this. Alden wiggles his way out, um, and then, um, he decides that this is his prey and he will kill it. Um. <laughs> okay. And you gonna hunt target? Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna do. Okay. And then he's going you to. You one action left, what do you do? He's gonna use that one action to do two things, and that is kill. Um, Killing Okay, one thing. go for it. 
Yeah. Well, twice. Kill twice. Kill two times. Um. Double death. He's going. Yeah. That. I'm gonna. You know what? Um. I'm gonna use a hero point. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna, okay. Because I rolled that one, and I don't want to deal with it. Okay. What the fuck? That's not fair. <laughs> I rolled another nat yeah. one. Do you want to re-roll that again? Yeah, I do. I'm going to roll it from a different angle this time. Maybe that'll work. Okay, I rolled an 18. Plus an 27. 18 plus. Uh, an 18 plus 27 is another hit. Roll damage. 26 damage. You do more than 26 damage. You see, uh, as you're cutting through it, it doesn't like that at all. Okay. Uh, you do take, however... Uh, some damage in return. Uh, you take uh, 11 damage back as its torns spike you. Holden is going to need to sleep after this. <laughs> 11 damage? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. And um, this is the last attack because of the fact that I was um, double. Flurry, yeah. Please. Well, it's a 3 plus um, 25. So, it's, um, 28. Uh, 28 is a miss. Just a miss, but not, uh, not a crit fail. Okay. And that is what happens. And then Alden is like, I am in pain, thank you! Uh, Iker, it is your turn. Uh, Alden's in pain, but so is this thing. What do you do? Give me another fortitude save! That is a natural one, my friends! Yay! Oh. Mm. That's unfortunate. Oh. 56 damage. Iker, how do you do this? With 112 damage, how do you do this? <laughs> um, Iker sees the beatdown of Alden. Um, Alden's <laughs> beatdown. <laughs> and he says... Hmm. Not on my fucking watch, you shitty tree. And he holds out his hand, and he blasts this tree so fucking hard with spirits that it explodes. Holy shit. Uh, the Wemmet lets out a gargling shriek before it falls over and hits the floor twitching. And you hear a yell of, Woo! From Taeon, who is basically on the floor jumping up and down. He is Guy of the Caravan. Get in the care of it! What are you doing? But you got it! It's all good! Alden I... turns and he starts limping and he's like, Hey! Oh, Jesus, are you okay? Yeah! Uh, you guys uh, get a round of applause from the others as you take down this horrible creature in front of them. <laughs> Zamantic kind of cops over and it's like, You guys doing okay? Yeah, definitely. Totally fine. Totally. Who's the kid? Wonderful. That's Casca's uh, little brother. Uh, cool. I didn't know we were taking him. Neither, neither did, did we. we. Neither did I. <laughs> ah. Um. Anyway, I think our things. Uh, I think um, Crowley's thing is like not stuck anymore because of you know the monster. We all good? Yeah, I think we're good, right? Yep. If you don't. Mine. I'm gonna go lay down for a little bit. Please do. 
uh, uh. Casca puts a hand on his shoulder and heals him for a bit. Um, as you're kind of doing this, uh, Tanner turns to you, Casca, and says, What do we do about? And she kind of throws a ton of Taeyong. I think. I want to go back. I want to spend time with you. Oh, he's doing this to me, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Alden is like. Alden looks at Casca and he's like, This is. He, yeah, he's doing it. I've done this before. I've never done anything this reckless as a child. Now, I would, but as a child, no. I just need you to know that this is a thing, and he probably just wants to spend time with you. I mean, you... we're not going to monster infested areas, we're going to Patax. Which, yeah, I mean, that's. It is a monster infested areas, in my opinion, but no, but not real monsters, just not like real people, ones. just not yeah. human ones. But there's games, just rich people. If it helps, we can like I will go out of my way to protect him. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on him. Yeah, you gotta keep me. <laughs> She... Don't push your luck, kid. <laughs> <laughs> she, she kneels down. She kind of kneels down and says, "Okay, I will bring you along, but I am what? going to have take a message, mom and dad, about where you are and that you're safe with us." And okay. you have to s- tell them I was kidnapped by God. No, no, and I didn't come here. No, no, we're telling them the truth. No, but I'll get in trouble, Casca. Don't be a snitch. That's the we're, point. We're telling Casca. Don't be a grass. We're telling them. <laughs> don't be a rat. Truth, because you obviously can't lie for shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you said a bad word. I'm telling mom and dad. Casca's oh, you can tell them all you all you like. I'm like what, twenty five? <laughs> now you're in trouble, Casca. Uh, yeah, Casca. Casca said uh, a bad word. <laughs> I should probably reprimand both of you then, shouldn't I? I'm sorry. I don't know what, what you're talking about. I've Who? never cursed ever. Who are uh-huh, you? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> looks around. Just because you're the sheriff and you're the life. king doesn't mean I can't take both of you. Huh? I I I can't hear you over how wholesome I am. Yep. We're us both. Alden, go lie down. Alden's shoulder, and he's more wholesome. Alden, go lie down. Uh, you Ica, hear, uh, you're going to message you hear my mother. A shout from the f- yes, ma'am. You hear a shout from the front. <laughs> you hear a shout from the front as Oleg says, Alright, we're all good to go! Thanks, Oleg. And you're welcome. Love you. <laughs> Love you. <What? laughs> Love you too. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh and you guys uh, continue on your way to the Rushlight Festival. No, I don't get to improv talking to Casca's parents. Uh, no, I'm not going to make you do that. You send a 25 message, uh, which they reply with, What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for telling us. Tell him he's grounded. Hicker <laughs> <laughs> goes up to him and he's like, You're so fucking grounded. <laughs> 
Uh, Icar said a bad uh, word. He bullied his child. Uh, Icar did say a bad word. Um, All in his lane. The rest of the journey. Stomach. <laughs> just, just laying there. The rest of the journey goes pretty smoothly. Um, metaphorically, it's kind of a bumpy road. Uh, but eventually, you get to the place you're looking for. Deep into the Glenabon uplands, far beyond the Hooktongue Slough. Stalls, balloons, countless uh, buildings which have been propped up overnight, and the smell of uh, delicacies in the air, from roast nuts to uh, sweet treats. Through the mud, you start walking to the Rushlight Festival. Uh, have any of you guys ever been to, like, a, uh, I don't know if you guys have them in the States, but, like, uh, in Ireland we have these things called plowing championships. What? No. Huh? What? Basically, uh, the plowing is, like, uh, this huge event where people all around the country come to, uh, see who's the best at plowing, but then every single agricultural uh, business in the entire country goes there to be like, come look at our stuff! No. And it's great, what? you can get loads of that, uh, treats and stuff. That isn't a thing. Not in California, the, at least. The closest thing I can think of would be like a state fair. Yeah. Okay, well yes, it's exactly like a state fair. And my god, is it cool. <laughs> Alden is happy. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you guys, uh, Approach the festival grounds. Uh, it is, the Rushlight Tournament is held at a massive festival ground uh, erected by uh, Patax a dozen miles northeast of the city of Patax. Um, about half a mile from the southern shore of the Rushlight River itself on the banks of a minor waterway called Cutter's Creek. Um, it is amazing here. Uh, you can see a load of like different features. There is a coliseum, uh, which seems to have uh, be the house of where lots of the events are going to be happening. Uh, you see a menagerie, an enormous purple pavilion, uh, which is the showplace of tamed horrors and monstrosities from across Galarian. Uh, a rotunda uh, is where passes to tourney events can be purchased. Looks like uh, the day's events can cost as little as one gold for a single ticket to as much as a thousand gold for a noble quote-unquote box suitable for seating up the tent. You see uh, a staging pavilion, the royal pavilion, and most importantly, the royal blue. The buildings that surround a small lake are grand silken pavilions facing the water. These are reserved for the private uses of visiting dignitaries from the other river kingdoms, including yourselves. And one of the flags flying is that of Kilsella. Uh, as you approach, uh, you see a uh, a couple of men in uh, very fancy Pataxian garbs. You know, puffy sleeves, uh, red coats, a blue thing around their waist. Uh, kind of similar to what Iker might have worn when he started traveling the Stonelands. Uh, the only difference is the extremely gaudy, ugly hat they're all wearing. Yeah. Um, like Iker, you, re uh, you recognize these guys as Pataxian heralds. Uh, they are kind of the, uh, usually the peacekeepers at these kind of events. Um, 
Standing near them are figures you don't quite recognize. Uh, these must be new additions. Um, they are tall, you would say about uh, six foot or so. Uh, almost all of them are nearly the exact same height, uh, which you're wondering, are they wearing like shoes that make them the same height? Me. Mm-hmm. Um, long red cloaks uh, go down to their feet and they wear like big metal pauldrons and helmets which cover their faces along with great swords uh, which they hold in front of them uh, calmly. Uh, you aren't sure what these guys are. But the Pitaxin heralds approach you and they say, uh, Greetings! You must be the dignitaries of the Kingdom of Kilsella. Is that correct? Correct. Pitax welcomes you with open arms to the 22nd annual Rush Light Festival. Right. It is wonderful to have you here, my friends. Uh, if you uh, require assistance at any point, please ensure that you uh, come to one of us heralds for uh, uh, help and advice. And if you run into any danger, our newly formed Pitaxian Wardens will help you. And uh, the guys you now know as the Wardens just kind of sit there. Um, thank you. It's an honor to be here. Um... Now, uh, as you are aware, uh, it is courteous to uh, visit uh, the Royal Blue when you can and enter the Royal Pavilion in order to uh, introduce yourself to the other River Kings who will be taking part. Uh, This year, the uh, partaking nations are, of course, Pitax, Kilsela, Daggermark, Mivon, Taimon, and Gralton. All right. Hickers on the verge of a panic attack. He, like, the heralds step away, uh, and you can see that the rest of your caravans are getting very excited and getting ready for everything. Uh, music is playing, and you see there are tons and tons of merchants, uh, all of whom look very interesting. How are you all doing? Alden is in a good mood himself. Um... And he's just trying to, I, I think specifically he's trying to make sure that, like, Iker's, like, alright. Like, he's, he's, like, not leaving a side or anything. He's just kind of, like, I don't think he's used to this kind of stuff, so it's, like, new. Mm. I, whenever I think of Kilsella, I feel like it's a lot more, like, rustic compared to this. So it's, like... This is a very urban type feeling, even if it is not part, like, in the city of Patax itself. There's a lot of buildings. Yeah. Uh, Casca, how are you holding up? Worried that her little brother is here, but she's doing okay. There's a lot more uh, buildings than there are in Kelsala, so she's a lot like. So she, she probably goes in here like. Where's the forest? <laughs> yeah, actually, you notice that this place is clearly deforested. Yeah. Yep. Alden also and reaches the... out another hand and pats Casca on the back. Hmm. Uh, however, someone who cares a little less about this is uh, your little brother, uh, Teon. He's like pulling your hands. Casca, look over there! Look, there's there's uh there's a bookshop. And Casca, over there! Look, look, look! They're selling candy. Mm-hmm. And Casca, over there! Look, look! You're not looking, Casca. Teon, you know I can't see. <laughs> oh. Teon coughs, and he's like, <clears throat> <clears throat> oh my god. 
I can't see. Good God. Um, he's, so he's very quiet after that. And Tanner says, I mean, there are a lot of stores. Uh, you see Crowley is like, oh! As he's like unfurling a ton of barrels. A few of the heralds are kind of glancing at him because he's really, really excited about this. Um, Keston is by your side now, Iker, as he stands and says, how are you holding up? I'm not. I'm really not. I. Are you really that worried that people here remember you? Yeah, I am that worried. Uh, I'm. D it's weird to be back here. Around this. It's only been four years. I know, but I, everything's just changed so much for me, and it's a bit overwhelming. I don't know if I could take this. I don't know if I could do this. Could I do this? Um, he kind of pauses and says, "You killed a lich." <laughs> Everyone is like, "Bro, I th the lich." It's different. There's a lot more than a, just a lich here. Two liches? No, 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 no. There are liches around? No, um, there's no liches here. I think I think Iker said there's some liches No, 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 there's no guard. lich. Keston, I'll please. Go kill, I'll go kill the lich for you, no. Iker. No. There's no fucking <laughs> liches. Damn. He looks at... What was it? The blue what? The blue pavilion. He just stares. Or is it pavilion? pavilion. I think it's pavilion. It's I've pavilion. been pronouncing it wrong. Um, oh no! <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, he he just kind of stares at the blue pavilion, and he looks so fucking uncomfortable. Um, and I think, I think at this point he is having a little bit of a fucking panic attack. Um, but he just breathes. I don't Oleg, know what I'm doing. Oleg kind of like steps forward and says, Iker, if you're not feeling 100%, maybe you could take time before you go, introduce yourself to the other dignitaries. Good idea. I think I'll do that. Explore the festival a bit before we go, you know, in and meet them. Is that that's something we can do, right? Yeah. He didn't say I had to be there immediately, so. Uh, Oleg kind of like shoots the rest of you kind of like a look. As if to say, is he okay? Alden makes the so-so hand. <laughs> and then he, he goes up to Iker and he's like, you okay? You want to go like, like, explore the shit and actually do stuff that you that doesn't stress you out for like two seconds yeah can we get a drink yes yes we can you hear a voice say did somebody say they want a drink oh <laughs> yes please uh crowley walks up to you making a whole song and dance of it and he's like I come from the far-off land of Kilsella, bearing uh, fine wines from Fangberry. I oh, introduce yeah. to you all Fangberry wine. And like he turns to you and says, I'm not doing this for you. 
The best drink you can get. No one can match it. Well. And a few of the heralds, like, over there, like, looking. And you see, like, a couple of other people kind of, like, approaching and, like, squinting. And you're like, huh? What? Just, come, come, try for only two silver apiece. Except for you, my king. King Icaratikles of Kilsella. Oh, my God. And then you hear a few people like, Icaratikles. Do you want a drink or are you going to get the fuck out of there? Alden's like, do you want to get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Um, Alden, um, waves to Casca. If she wants to come, she can. Um, and he pulls his bro out of that situation. <laughs> uh, as you're leaving, uh, Isra bounces after you, Casca, when suddenly a, uh, sword is pulled and stops you, Casca. Oh. Not, like, pointing at you, but, like, in front of you, and one of the wardens is silently staring down at you. She doesn't she really look back because she can't see the warden. You you only know that a sword was pulled because you yeah. heard it. And then one of the heralds goes, "Uh oh, um, sorry. Uh, is that a is that a dog? No, it's not a dog. It's a direwolf. It look, but." They're both the same, right? No, they're different. Do you see how giant this thing is? It's a. I understand it's a big dog, but you Wolf. must understand. Uh, oh King Garavetti is allergic to dogs. He doesn't want any dogs in attacks. Casca That's still in force, huh? Casca just kind of. She does like the um, looking around. Uh, you know how people look around whenever they're like confused or they're just like, "What the fuck." She's doing yeah. that. <laughs> she's blind. She's just doing it for the effect. <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, I... You'll have to send him away. She walks away for a second with Isoror. <laughs> and then she comes back without Isoror. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, much better. Thank you very much for your compliance. No, of course, of course. I wouldn't want to upset the king. Thank you very much. Enjoy yourself and have a merry Rushlight Festival. Of course. And then she, when they're when they're a good distance away from the wardens, <laughs> his horror pops out as a puppy. Alden reaches down, he, he pets him on the head, and he's like, you were so fucking tiny and so fucking hideable. <laughs> I... Back, back, can back. I just fucking say I hate you? I hate you so much for making the shittiest joke that I ever fucking told on this fucking podcast a reality. <laughs> I made one stupid joke yeah. about Igor being stupid. Your, action, your actions have consequences. I fucking hate Ritzifer. you! All of us like, let's go do fun stuff. Please. Oh, we're here to have fun. We're gonna have fun. <laughs> we're gonna have fun. This is fun. Uh, we're having fun. We're having fun, right? <laughs> uh, where do you guys want to go? Uh, there's like a lot of really cool stalls. They all seem to be selling stuff. Are you looking for anything in particular? Or do you want to go to uh, any of the bigger buildings, like the 
the Colosseum or the uh, Menagerie. Is there anything that Iker wants to do in particular? Um, because Alden will specifically defer to whatever he wants because he wants so Iker to relax. This is just like a, like a fucking fair. Yeah, it's a fair. Uh, it looks like it's not fully set up yet. There's still a lot of people who are preparing, so there will be more stuff as there will be more stuff as the fair continues. I, but for now, it is what it I is. I think he does want to see the menagerie. He likes to see stuff like that. Okay, uh, you guys uh, approach the menagerie. Um, it is an enormous purple pav- uh, pavilion, uh, which is a showplace of tamed horrors and monstrosities from across Galarian. Uh, that's what the sign says. Um, do you all want to enter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see what they've uh, tamed. I want to see what they've so, fucking imprisoned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there is a ton of people in here. Um, a lot more than uh, elsewhere yet. Because this seems to be one of the places that is most fully set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you enter, the light is kind of like a dark purple. Uh, and you hear a... Uh, you see one of the heralds uh, announcing... Uh, your presence, Iker. So everyone turns like, Iker, too, please. Um, but then they quickly get over it. Um, you start looking through like a load of the holes in the walls. Uh, and there's a lot of caged animals in here. Although maybe animal isn't the best term. Um, for one thing, there's a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. Hell what? Yeah. All those like, um... A dinosaur? Casca, can't you do that? I can. I, I mean, I can turn into a dinosaur. I'm not saying to turn into a dinosaur. Oh, don't no, do I'm that, not. please, God, I, don't I, do that. I, I will not do that unless we actually need to wreak havoc. Uh, the thing about the T-Rex is that he is much taller than the gate. Uh, just... And he leans towards you. Uh, <laughs> and he puts his head down for you to pet. Oh. oh. Whoa. Alden is like Casca. I think it wants someone to pet it. Casca pets... I don't pets. think this is a T-Rex. <laughs> Casca, Casca pets the T-Rex. And she's like, oh, you're so big on you. It's very limp. Limp? What? Like... Kind of, it's kind of like drowsy looking. As at first, you're like, oh my god, but then you're like, oh, oh, oh no. Uh, and you kind of glance around and you see like a lot of like the other creatures. There's a fucking Wendigo here. What Why the is fuck? There a Why would you want uh, that? Caged up, caged up, uh, with tons of bones around it. it. Is currently sitting and like putting its hand through the uh, barriers to uh, stroke the face of a small child who doesn't realize how much peril he might be in. Yeah, in no kidding. A lot That's of not peril. fucking okay. Oh my god. Um, when you get, like, you see other creatures, griffins, uh, owlbears, uh, you say, you see a fucking undead shark and bear. What the fuck? And... You're kind of staring around at like all these extremely dangerous creatures, uh, all of whom are very, very docile. Uh, when you get to the petting area, you see an actual tiger snuggling with a toddler. This is weird. 
Yeah, and uh, this is weird, and we hang out with Isaror. Um, as you guys are sort of standing around, you hear like a suddenly a thundering roar, and uh, towards the back of the room, uh, you see a flash of flame. Uh, a young dragon uh, starts actually trashing against its uh, barriers, uh, and it seems to be attempting to escape. Oh shit, Casca! <laughs> uh... Uh, before you can do anything, you see uh, two ogres come out of the darkness walking completely in sync like their footsteps are in sync the way they sway their shoulders is in sync, uh, in sync uh, and they grab the dragon by both horns and hold his head tight and a uh, halfling woman kind of teeters out of the darkness as well stands in front of the dragon says a few words and the dragon is docile I don't like that I don't I either why. Really don't like. Um, the halfling turns and sees you all, and uh, she is kind of an older woman, uh, and she gasps and she kind of like totters over. Uh, and those two big ogres, uh, again in sync, follow. Uh, and she says, "Ah, well, good evening. Uh, you must be King Icoetiocles." Uh, the heralds announced to me that you would be coming to visit my little menagerie. Yes. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. I am Madame Duclarion. You, uh, and these are the brothers Oka, Brecon and Hope. And, uh, the two, the two ogres at the same, same time go, right. Right. Hello. Um, these are my associates. And he kind of gestures to them to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm, um, Sheriff Alden Belstead. I'm, uh, the High Priestess Casca Tanovan. I'm Teon Tanovan. Okay, Teon. Good God. <laughs> Thank you, Teon. Thank you, Tay. Uh, she turns and says... Well, my friends, are you enjoying the menagerie? Yes. It certainly is a sight to see. Ah, I am glad you agree. It has taken me t much time, money, and of course... And she waves her hands a bit. A lot of enchantment magic to make this place work. Yeah, we saw. Hmm, I see. Uh, it is such a shame that Pitax hosts this festival. Usually I have my wolfmen, uh take part in the, um, how you say, the giving out of hors d'oeuvres, but ah, uh, you know, King uh, Iroveti, no dogs in Pitax. You're wolf men? Mm-hmm. Werewolves. You, like, pe like, people? Like, that are... Uh, they're employees. Okay. But they add to the atmosphere, do they not? Much like Brecon and Hope here. And the two uh, half-orcs say, Right. Sorry, the two ogres again say, Right. <coughs> yes. Right. Uh huh. Alton says, Uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> if you ever want the circus to come to town in uh, Kilsella, you must uh, keep me in mind. I would happily bring my menagerie to your home. Um. 
She says that with the eerie fucking smile possible. Yeah, we'll keep you in mind. Okay. For now, though, there's merchandise. Perhaps you would like to get uh, a little statuette for young Taeon here, carved out of actual Spinosaurus toot. He's I want that! Uh, um, sure. All right. We will just yank it out of the Spinosaurus. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, no, 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 okay. Actually, uh... Doobie doobie doo. And she turns, to go, she turns her back on you all to go to get it. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, one of the uh, ogre stops. We'd rather not have it if it's hurting a living thing. Alden, Alden sort of like squats in front of Taeon, you know, the way that you do in front of a kid. <laughs> and he's like, why don't we get you something cooler and less like that? But I want it. And what if, what if, what if it was even cooler though? What if it was something uh, cooler? Fine. And even if Casca says no, what if I got it for you? <gasps> really? Yeah. Can I get a sword? <gasps> Alden Casca. like <laughs> Casca, whose hearing is much better than when she was able to see. <laughs> what? Don't worry about it, Casca. <laughs> and Alden, Alden is like, um, what about a wooden one? No, a real one. Oh, what if what if it's a wooden one and, and I helped you learn how to use it and then got you a real sword? Ooh. Because then... Uh, meanwhile, Iker, you're still arguing with one of the ogres. <laughs> and he says, But the dinosaurs died millions of years ago. That's yeah, right. but that one's still alive. Yeah, but they're extinct. That doesn't <laughs> so change the fact future, that that one it? is still living. Yeah, but they, they're dead, though. Isn't it? No, that one is still alive. Aker, you're starting to dawn. It's starting to dawn on you that these ogres are also charmed. Yeah, I can tell. Um, <laughs> right. He is tempted to break that charm. <laughs> that would almost certainly be a bad I idea know, because you would he be knows. unleashing an actual ogre upon the people he of knows. the Rushlight Festival. <laughs> he knows, and I know. Um. Hmm. Uh, and he says. Well, either way, we still don't want it. Um, thank you for your time. Right. He just stands there. Do you want to? Do you want to leave? Yes, please. Let's like, you guys. Let's like, why don't we get something to eat? That is safer than this. Yep. And less horrible. God, I forgot that Kilsella is perfect and nowhere else is. <laughs> It's like, oh, that was awful. Um, Welcome to Patex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you like to go enter the food markets? Yes. Okay. Uh, you do find a shit ton of cool uh, food stuff in the markets. Um, uh, so you see there's a, a ton of different food you could get. Uh, for example, there's some Galton squash. It's marked. Uh, or what about the Unseen Feast? Or Sweet Fats with Honey Sauce? Hmm. Hmm. Sounds tasty. Uh, maybe even some Quick Soup. Quick Soup? What's that? Uh, would you like to check out the Quick Soup? Yes. A little bit. Uh, Iker, you approach a stall, and, uh, there's about four halflings here. 
in white robes and wearing wraps of gauzy veils over their faces. And they say, Welcome to the Quick Soup Stop. Would you like some soup? Yes? Question mark? Uh, so, it is, uh, you are scooped out some food. Uh, it is a strange and unusual delicacy, uh, which seems to have been pioneered, uh, according to the map on the wall, in the Iberian city of Orlov. Uh, it is a terrine of heady, boiling hot soup sitting atop a nest of five short candles, a smaller bowl in which in which swim five live minnows, and a set of utensils that includes a two-tined uh, two fork, a sharp slender knife, and a spoon-like sieve. Uh, Iker, would you like to roll society to figure out how the fuck to eat this? Yes, because he fucking does not know. Um, society, okay. I rolled a nat 20. Oh yeah, you know, you've done this before. Uh, so, Iker, you, uh, scoop a fish out of the bowl, drop it into the boiling soup, spear it with a fork, and cut the flesh of the freshly poached minnow away with a knife. And, uh... You do this a couple of times with each of the minnows, and then the, you put out the candles, you let the soup cool, and you sip it. The other two stare at you abjectly horrified. Something wrong? I Nothing's wrong. It's just, what um... What are you fucking doing? What is that? And what... It's quick soup. Quick soup. Would you like a taste? You're freaking me out. How do you eat the- I mean, yes, but I feel like I should have practice and not be blind for this. Uh, here, you can have some of mine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and he lets each of them taste it. It's okay. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not really worth it. <laughs> it's really not. Casca's like, oh, it's not bad. Helen's <laughs> like, it's, it's like, all right, it's weird as hell. Yeah. I want some! Would Okay, and he gives Taeon a little bit. <laughs> Taeon! It's gross! I want something good! Hey, Taeon, why don't we don't get you rude. something sweet? Yeah. What about sweet fats? And he kind of points. What Is that the equivalent of, like, deep-fried butter? Uh, well, it's- you approach, and there's, like, a tall tiefling lady, uh, with almost, like, dragon-like horns. Uh, you- Go and buy some, and it is a strange device that looks like a little corkscrew and a curious fist-sized object in the shape of a dodecahedron, hmm. which is about uh, the same shape as a 12-sided die. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and there's a tumble of fat candied spiders, each with a belly the size of a grape, uh, tumbling out of the edge of the plate. Oh, shit. Uh, so, do you want to roll society and figure out what you're supposed to do here? Yes. Um, uh, Romy society check. They're letting the the uh, Casca and Alden are letting uh, Iker figure out how the <laughs> fuck to eat food. So eighteen plus twenty three, uh, that's forty two, or forty one. Sorry, that's a crit success. You fucking know how to do this as well. <laughs> uh, you uh, basically help uh, screw the cork head through a spider's head then dipping it in the honey sauce, which is inside the dodecahedron, and then eating just a crunchy belly. The he leg and heads are discarded. Mm -hmm. uh, to open the container, you have to basically uh, sort of... It's kind of like a Rubik's Cube type deal. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and you let you let Taeon do that, and he has a great time. And then you let him eat honeyed spiders, and he loves it. He's like, it's really good. Yeah. It's good. I'm glad you, you like gotta it. You gotta try, Casca. Eat the spider. Oh gosh. I, I Casca, eat a spider. She does it, so he he's quiet. <laughs> it's actually really good. It's, a, it's weird as hell that it's a spider, but it's tasty. Not gonna lie, this is actually kind of good. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Casca puts it in both their face. You want to try it? No! Ah! I've had enough of my life. <laughs> no, Casca! Stop freaking me out. <laughs> is, this, is this your direct action for me? <laughs> uh, do you want anything else, or are you good to, like, visit elsewhere? I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, do you want to head back to the blue pavilion and introduce yourself to the river kings? Iker breathes after they've done they're done with like eating anything. He says, um, okay. I think I'm good to go. What was swallows. that? Don't worry about it. You ready? Ready as I can be. You can do this. Iker. Uh, it's okay. And so you guys start heading back. Um, as you're like a, making your way through the fair, uh, at one point on you stop. Mm -hmm. And you turn. Mm -hmm. And you look at a empty lot in the middle of all the other places. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing there, but you just get a feeling. me out. It kind of freaks all of them out. It's like, oh, I'm getting a feeling. <laughs> no kidding. Nothing happens. Like, nothing happens. Iker probably gets pissy that you're staring at an empty lot for a second. Iker's like, ugh. <laughs> He's like, come on, man. I only have so much courage. Mom's <laughs> like, okay. Sorry. I am coming. And he stares at it for a second before walking. Um, so you guys uh, re-enter the blue pavilion. Uh, you see uh, all your people uh, so I'm unpacking into one of the tents. Darissa uh, is there and she gives you a big thumbs up. Uh, and you guys enter the royal pavilion itself. Um, as you do, when you open, uh, like if you, when you peer into the tent, you only see foggy darkness. But as you step through that darkness, uh, you are suddenly in a very beautiful extra-dimensional space. Oh, shit. You know, nothing in a horrible pop-up tent is good enough for these guys. Uh, you identify this as a magic mansion effect. Oh, shit. Mm, of course. Um, as you enter, you see a good few extremely royal-looking folk. Uh, Taeon is not allowed in here. That's fair. Taeon is probably <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> Yeah, Taeon uh, is currently being taken care of by Tanner, who has no idea what she's doing. <laughs> Tanner's like, I can, I can take care of Pucky, but Pucky's, Pucky's like feral. <laughs> uh, so as you enter, uh, you see a good few other River Kings. Um, no sign of Pitax's boys yet. Uh, they seem to be uh, on the next floor, 
uh, up a beautiful uh, set of royal stairs, uh, plated in gold. Uh, there's a lot of statues, uh, but these statues are kind of like... <sighs> they're clockwork statues. They're, like, really freaky. Mm -hmm. uh, because, like, they, like... <laughs> wave, wave. <laughs> and then, like, music box music plays. And it's there's just something kind of uncanny about it. And you're like, oh, it's really garish. Um, that being said, uh, you see a good few of the other River Kings... Uh, with their people. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. So, uh, you guys approach, and uh, the first person you see is uh, a man, uh, Acre, Roman Youth Society. Okay. Uh, 15 plus 23, so that's uh, 38. Uh, that man that you see, uh, he is a, he's kind of like a He's got like a you know cartoonish villain mustache <laughs> and a sly uh, face. Uh, he kind of looks like uh, your one from the Wacky Races, <laughs> Dick Dastardly. Yeah. Except instead of dressed in a stupid car outfit, he's dressed like a royal count. Yeah. And you know that that is Raston Selene, uh, the King of Mivan. Uh, what you know is that uh, Mivan is one of the smaller kingdoms uh, in the River Kingdoms. But it is one of the most stable domains in all the lands. Mm. Uh, you know that uh, he is very proud of his network of informants. And has said that nothing passes in the salons and streets of the city without his knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, as you approach him, uh, Celine kind of like gives you a nod and says, So... You must be King Iker Etiocles. That's right. It's a pleasure to meet you, King Selene. Ah, my reputation precedes me, as does yours. I am pleased as can be. I've heard your kingdom has had an uncanny amount of success. I'm glad you've heard. <laughs> Why, the last kingdom to pop up overnight like yours did was Pitax. What a coincidence. What a coincidence indeed, my friend. What a coincidence indeed. And he gives you a knowing look that makes you just a little bit uncomfortable. He's very uncomfortable. I look forward to going against your uh, most magnificent champions during the Rushlight Festival, my friend. Good luck and good grace with you. And to you too. Uh, and with that, he returns to talking to a few other dick dastardly looking motherfuckers. Finally, what's left is there. Wow. Alden, uh, you're kind of going around when you see someone as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I want you to roll society. Oh, boy. Um... Uh, that's an eight plus 15 is 23? 23? Is that right? Yes. Okay, 23. Uh... So, uh, Alden, you see a man. Mm -hmm. Uh, he is much nicer looking. Uh, he's kind of got, like, windswept hair, uh, kind of like a charming look, but also a bit of anxiety to his eyes, if that makes okay. sense. Okay. Uh, and, uh, he sees you, and he kind of clears his throat and says, Hello there. Hi. Uh, 
You must be the uh, dignitaries of Kilsella, is that right? Yeah. Uh, he kind of like stands up and like shakes your hand hard and says, Marnius Shaolon, Governor of Gralton. It's nice to meet you. I'm Chair um, Alden Felstad. Um, you know about Gralton. Uh, Gralton is a uh, nation almost entirely consisting of people who have fled the ongoing revolution and some would say anarchy in Galt, which is fantasy revolutionary France. Wild. Uh, many of those who have fled to Gralton are the old nobility of Galt. Deposed and fallen, they desperately seek any means to regain what they have lost, be it sponsoring counter-revolutionary activity or sending parties of hapless adventurers back into Galt to search for family heirlooms left behind in the rush to escape the guillotine's blade. Mm-hmm. Um, and this man says, uh, so you're one of the, uh, this is your first time here, correct? Yeah. Uh, well, Gralton, we wish to, uh, we wish to win the River, uh, the Rushlight Festival in order to, uh, gain some attention for our plight. And, um, hopefully Pitax will continue aiding us in funding these counter-revolutionary activities we have. As you know, we are, uh. A nation plagued by blah 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 blah. He starts making an elevator pitch to why Kilsala should sponsor Gralton. Helped him. Alden sort of like completely zones out, but he doesn't look like he's zoned out. He looks like he's nodding intently. And in his head, he's thinking about swords. It's like I love swords. He's like man, swords that can. For another sword. <laughs> Alden's like, I wonder which. I wonder which. If there's a stall that sells swords, even if they're shitty swords, swords that look cool are exactly what I want. That's what Alden's thinking about. This is how his brain works. <laughs> um, Casca, as you're kind of walking, uh, you smell something, like, and you're like, oh no way. And uh, you turn, and uh, I don't—you don't see, but you hear a familiar voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's two people talking, and uh, you don't recognize both. Uh, the first one, uh, I want you to roll society. Oh God! Okay. It's a plus six. Oh God. Casca no. uh, is not the one that we talked to when we ask. Who is this person? Yeah. Casca's who we ask when we want to know, what is this person? Yeah. <laughs> or what's this obscure plant thing? Okay. <laughs> Iker's uh, the one who did a celebrity homework. Yeah. Alden is a sheriff. <laughs> 25? This is me rolling a 19. Huh? I got a 25. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know who this oh, is. Okay. Uh, that's Marto Livondar. The current Lord of Daggermark. Uh, oh shit. He survived three assassination attempts in his first week in office before declaring himself head of the city's cavalry regiment, which insulated him against further such plots. Oh my that god. That is insane. He is the king of the assassins. That's fucking wild. Holy shit. fucking shit. Um, however, the other voice you recognize, not from reputation, but from Cadence. It's Lady Marais, a.k.a. that 
bimbo you met <gasps> last year when you were liberating the Drell of Queen. Keep oh, God. oh no. Oh. Ha ha. Oh. Hello again. Uh, and the reason you hear her oh, stop and say. Oh. Ah. Oh. Uh, King Livondar. And he's like, yes, my sweet. And she's like, yes. Um, allow me to introduce you to uh, an old acquaintance of mine. This is Kaskatanovin, High Priestess of Kilsella. And she says there was such venom in her voice. <laughs> Kilsella. Are they the people who interfered with our uh, observation of Drelev? Yes, they are. <laughs> well, isn't that interesting? And then he has nothing to say to you, Casca. Okay, bye. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't acknowledge you once, but you do feel uh, Marae's eyes on you. Casca, be like, whatever. <laughs> I got a puppy. Who needs anything else? Casca's like. I know what I'm not wanted around, so I'm just gonna walk away. Woo! <laughs> Fucked up. Um, lastly, uh, you see uh, Taimon, uh, which you know because you, none of you have to roll society to know it's Taimon, because Taimon are loudly proclaiming that they are Taimon. Oh. Um, <laughs> The king, uh, which Iker, you quickly glean his name is, uh, King Olort Ungin, uh, is sitting, uh, and kind of like nodding as, uh, a couple of gladiators are posing near him and say, Timon are the most competitive of all states, and we will do our best to get uh, these prizes. We will take the rod of lordly might. We will take it back to Timon, and King Ulgot Ungin will wield it as a show of strength. <laughs> and um, oh so they're God. the jocks. <laughs> uh, you know that Timon are renowned for their gladiators, mm -hmm. as they both both a huge arena and many prestigious gladiator colleges. However, you do notice something, and they are very, very tired looking. Oh. Which makes sense, considering uh, they are a visible target for uh, a neighboring nation, a former river kingdom of Razmiran. Oh. Led by Razmir. Oh. Uh, do you guys want to roll me a religion check oh, real fast? Okay. Sure. You do that, Casca. 38. Uh, you know about Razmaran. Uh, the nation of the living god. Oh, right. Yeah. There's a living god. What? Like, yeah. Razmir. He's a real god. What the fuck? He's a living, actual god. Actually? And he's taking control. Yes. He's definitely not a wizard who bluffed so hard that everyone believed oh. him. Uh, and has such godlike powers that he basically bullied an entire country to worshipping him as god he's definitely not uh the elrond hubbard of galarian and he's <laughs> rasmurites are definitely not the scientologists of galarian and they are whatever way you look at it an extremely dangerous power who have set their eyes on timon as their next target mm. well 
So you guys know that they've got that going for them. They would really like to win. You kind of look around and note that other than Daggermark, most of these guys would really like to win. Yeah. Daggermark seems kind of just, yeah, we're here out of formalities. <laughs> they invite us every year. We're, it's fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, the last River Kingdom participating, having no shame in taking power of their own uh, thing, is Patax. And it leads up a flight of golden stairs to Patax's private chambers. What do you guys do? Iker breathes deeply. I don't think he looks too anxious anymore. Alden, um, because they're they basically they're like all together again, right? Mm-hmm. Alden walks up to, to Iker and he's like, "What if we What if we added your your kingliness to your name? Your epicness, even." No, that's that's okay. You don't want to add your epicness? No, I don't want to add my epicness, Alden. Suit yourself. I will. <laughs> Thanks, and he punches him on the shoulder. Ow. Uh, are you ready to uh, go up the stairs? Yes. Icker, he's like, Cascadini, help go up the stairs. Please, and thank you. <laughs> I think Icker helps her up. You guys go up the stairs. Two heralds see you approaching and open the doors for you. The interior of this room is in sharp contrast to the rest. Lush red carpets cover the ground and a dais supporting a carved and gilded chair evoke the feel of a throne room, while a haphazard collection of pedestals bearing sculptures and mounted paintings of wildly varying quality and realism suggests a strange sort of art gallery. A small raised stage supporting numerous large musical instruments sits to one side of the pavilion. And sitting in that chair, flanked by a scantily clad man and a scantily clad woman, is King Castruccio Iroletti. A handsome, muscular, dark-haired man in deep red velvets. A crown sits comfortably on his brow and an elegant cloak drapes over his shoulders. His belt is thick with tools, weapons and pouches bespeaking an adventuring lifestyle not completely left behind. He carries two strange pieces of equipment. The first and most impressive is a long staff of unusual metal, one end which is fitted with tin blades and a spike that periodically shifts and moves with a soft whirring noise. The second is a tin short rod of strange metal with a single spike at the end. Small, circular lights periodically flash along the length of this rod. And King Irovetti, waiting for you on his throne, smiles. Dignitaries of Kilsella, I have been waiting for you all. Lord Irovetti, it's nice to finally meet you. Father.
get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.